This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. This week's Mail Tribune food section, a la carte, and my latest blog post share something in common. They both feature dishes that are essentially sheet pan suppers, which is a term that's become popular over the past few years, basically to describe a method of cooking meat, some type of protein with vegetables or sort of starchy components all together on a large rimmed baking sheet. I've blogged before about how this essentially updates the classic Sunday roast concept where meat and vegetables are cooked together, each infusing the other with its flavors. But whereas roasts sort of steam, particularly in a covered roasting pan, sheet pan suppers caramelize ingredients and yield, I think, better textures. This is a favorite of my family. My older son in particular loves what we call crispy skin chicken. And, you know, the vegetables are sort of an afterthought, but they're definitely a little bit more appealing when they have some of those chicken juices and rendered fat coating the outside. All you need to do when you take your protein off the sheet is to deglaze the pan with just a little bit of apple cider vinegar or fresh apple cider to create an almost effortless pan sauce. I reiterated some of these points in my most recent blog post. You can find that at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish along with the recipe for apple and butternut sheet pan dinner with chicken sausage. Sausages are one of our favorites as well to use in this manner. Of course, chicken thighs were featured in the Mail Tribune's food section, specifically a recipe for sesame baked chicken with broccoli. But that's what's so great about this is it's infinitely flexible, pretty much. You can use so many different types of meat, different cuts. The great thing about using sausages, fully cooked sausages, is it cuts down on the cooking time, although it doesn't yield as much fat for that pan sauce. But it is a really great, almost hands-off dinner for busy weeknights to just throw some peeled and diced vegetables that hardly takes any time on the sheet pan and then arrange some sausages on there when they're almost done cooking. So I'm going to share the recipe for apple and butternut sheet pan dinner with chicken sausage in this podcast, as well as a recipe that for me kind of started it all. And it yielded my favorite spice rub hands down for this quote unquote crispy skin chicken, sheet pan chicken, whatever vegetables we're preparing it with. And this is a recipe that's on my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food posted January 26th, 2018 under the headline cooking it on a sheet pan doesn't make it quote unquote supper. (laughs) 
And this is a recipe for pork chops with roasted apples and Brussels sprouts. Roasted apples, hands down, are a favorite of my kids, and they go really, really well with this spice rub in this recipe for the pork chops that has paprika, chili powder, garlic salt, ground red pepper, ground cinnamon, and some light brown sugar. But again, I use this on bone-in, skin-on chicken thighs with great results. So I'll share that recipe as well. First, the recipe for apple and butternut sheet pan dinner with chicken sausage. It calls for four cups peeled and cubed butternut squash, which is about 16 to 20 ounces. And you can substitute various other types of winter squash in this capacity. Butternut squash is nice because it's really thin-skinned and easy to peel, but there are a few other types you could consider here as well. You'll need one very large Honeycrisp apple, peeled, cored, and cubed, a half a large red or sweet onion that's been peeled and cut into quarter-inch wide wedges, two tablespoons oil, neutral flavored oil, canola, safflower, sunflower. I also like avocado or grapeseed oil. A half teaspoon coarse salt, kosher salt. A quarter teaspoon pepper. Four fully cooked smoked chicken sausage or other types of chicken sausages that have apples in particular are really nice with this recipe. That's about 12 ounces total. A half cup unfiltered apple cider, which is to say all natural fresh apple juice. Of course, they're not calling for apple cider. It's from a packet that you combine with hot water here. Two tablespoons unfiltered apple cider vinegar. One teaspoon fresh or half teaspoon dried thyme leaves or oregano, or you could use a combination. And chopped fresh chives or parsley or a combination of fresh herbs to finish this dish. Start apple and butternut sheet pan dinner with chicken sausage by heating the oven to 375 degrees Fahrenheit. On a large rimmed baking sheet, combine that four cups peeled and cubed butternut squash, the peeled cord and cubed apple, and the peeled and sliced into wedges red or sweet onion. Toss with the two tablespoons oil the half teaspoon coarse salt, and the quarter teaspoon pepper. Roast in the preheated oven, stirring every 10 minutes until the squash is almost tender, and that takes about 30 minutes. Then add the four chicken sausages. Again, you're looking for fully cooked sausages, so these don't take long. They just basically need to heat through, along with the half cup unfiltered apple cider, the two tablespoons unfiltered apple cider vinegar, and the teaspoon fresh thyme leaves or the half teaspoon dried herbs. Add that to the pan and then roast it, stirring once or twice for another 20 to 25 minutes until the sausages are warm and golden. Sprinkle with the chopped fresh chives or parsley. I think tarragon would also be really nice with this. And use a spoon when you serve this to scoop up any juices from the pan. And that makes four servings of apple and butternut sheet pan dinner with chicken sausage. Find that on my blog, the whole dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. And now to go back to January 26, 2018 and my blog post with pork chops with roasted apples and Brussels sprouts. You can find this at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food and select from the archives menu on the right hand side of the page. There's a drop down button, select January 2018, 
click on that and it should be right there at the top because the posts are in reverse order under the headline cooking it on a sheet pan doesn't make it quote unquote supper right because you can cook lots of things on a sheet pan but some people stretch the definition in cookbooks of so-called sheet pan suppers what's actually supper in fact this one definitely is it's a crowd pleaser i'd vouch for it any day of the week pork chops with roasted apples and brussels sprouts and it has that delicious spice rub i mentioned you're going to combine for that one teaspoon each paprika chili powder and garlic salt with an eighth teaspoon each ground red pepper cayenne pepper essentially and ground cinnamon Stir all that together in a small bowl with one tablespoon light brown sugar. You're also going to add to that one teaspoon finely chopped fresh rosemary, a half teaspoon kosher salt, and a quarter teaspoon black pepper. The recipe calls for four one-inch thick bone-in center cut pork chops, as well as three tablespoons plus two teaspoons olive oil, three tablespoons apple cider vinegar, one gala apple that's been cut into half-inch wedges. Again, you could use a variety of apples for this. Just depends on what you have on hand and what you like. And one pound of fresh Brussels sprouts that have been trimmed and halved. So now that you have your spice mixture, rub each of those pork chops, the four chops, about one inch thick, with a half teaspoon each of the olive oil. And then sprinkle some of that brown sugar spice mixture on both sides of each of the chops. In another small bowl, whisk together that three tablespoons apple cider vinegar and two tablespoons brown sugar with one teaspoon rosemary, a half teaspoon salt, and a quarter teaspoon black pepper. Slowly whisk in three tablespoons olive oil until it's blended. You're going to use some of this sauce almost as a marinade, and then you're going to toss some of the roasted items in the sauce when it comes out of the oven. In a large bowl, combine the apple that's been cut in half-inch wedges. You can peel that if you like. I prefer to peel it, but with the texture of the Brussels sprouts, it may not be necessary for this recipe. Plus, the pound of fresh Brussels sprouts have been trimmed and halved, and a quarter cup of that vinegar mixture. Then you're going to place the seasoned pork chops in the center of a rimmed baking sheet lined with aluminum foil, and you want to lightly grease that with cooking spray. Place the apple mixture around the chops, and then bake in the preheated 425 degree oven for 12 minutes. Turn the chops over and bake until a meat thermometer inserted in the thickest portion registers 140 degrees Fahrenheit. That'll take about 10 to 14 minutes more. Then transfer the pork chops to a serving platter, cover with foil to keep those warm. Then stir the apple mixture on the baking sheet and spread it out into an even layer. Turn the oven to broil and broil the apple mixture for three to four minutes until it's lightly browned and just slightly charred. Transfer it to medium bowl and then toss the apple mixture with the remaining vinegar mixture, seasoning everything with salt and pepper to taste and serve alongside those pork chops with that delicious spice rub. And that makes four servings of pork chops with roasted apples and Brussels sprouts. That's a recipe from One Sheet Eats, one of those cookbooks about sheet pan suppers by Oxmoor House. Posted in my blog, The Whole Dish, January 26th, 2018, under the headline, Cooking It on a Sheet Pan Doesn't Make It Supper.
find more speedy supper ideas during this busy holiday season on my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.